It is a special Friday interview edition of the Sims and Lefko podcast for your weekend. If you've already listened to episode 154, we want to bring you just some more conversations that we had on Radio Row that were awesome. Yep. Once we get through these three, we still have like seven left. Do we like, really? We interviewed so many people, and we tried not to ask a lot of questions about the Super Bowl just yeah. because they're good conversations with people that if we had them on now, we would ask the same questions. Right. So we're going to start off uh, with Jared Allen, who you had some experience playing against. Uh, he talks about riding off into the sunset. When we talked to Kirk Cousins, Kirk was like, I would love to do the riding off of the subset, sunset like Jared Allen did. Jared Allen is one of the more interesting characters, I think, in NFL history. Yes, he is. And I he don't... wined us, he dined us, and he 69 us. That's his line. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, it, it's it's rare when you get a long snapper that becomes an all-time great pass rusher. Yeah, it is. and, and it's, it's a wild story. It's a wild story. Uh, but, man, watching him in person over the years, and then when you meet him in person... He's big. He is. He's big. He's long. He uh, reminds me of Jason Kelsey. And we had some good talk about that, too. You know, the try-hard guys. Yep. That's, That's right. my favorite thing is we openly talked about what is it like to be called a Johnny Tryhard when you're actually athletic. Right. Here's Jared Allen talking about it. Oh, yeah. This is the job I got. It's awesome. I'm going to go number two. I was number two in yeah. football. Yeah, I know. I don't think we ever played against we each other, not. really. I, you never got to hit me or anything. No, no. I was always the backup the years I played you, and I started. I was starting. Remember, you guys came down to Tampa in 2004, yep. maybe? No, you were still with Minnesota then. In well, four? Before I was with the Chiefs. You were with the Chiefs. You came down to Tampa. You beat us. Yep. But I was the backup. I was the starter. I got hurt, so yes. Greasy played. Greasy did play. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I absolutely murdered uh, one of your guys. I, talk, they, they put me on. Uh, talk, we'll just go. Oh, you guys are in? Yeah, let's just go. Don't yeah, worry. We got no rules. Murder. No, so we had a, they put me out on punt team, <laughs> our punt block, right. and they were just like, Barry, Frank Gans Jr. was our was our uh, coach at the time, our special, special teams coach. He was like, Jerry, I just want you to bury their freaking wing into the ground, right? I'm like, yeah. Done. Do you remember who so, it was? No, but anyway, he was in the dirt. So we kick it. Dante, Dante breaks one, and I don't know uh, why I decided to throw this block. I didn't even call for the penalty, but you know, just a try hard hustle guy yeah. over here. He's going, and I smash. That might have been the punter, just square in the kidneys. Ugh, like <laughs> Johnny Tryhard, white guy yeah, over here. Yeah. Smashed the guy, got up, ran down the field, and totally clipped somebody. It was awesome. All right, so Jared Allen is the fucking dude. By the way, you can curse. Uh, I don't cuss, but go feel free. Right. You well, don't. No, I quit cussing like in 2008. Yeah. He's Time most out. famous for me with Wine'em, Dine'em, 69'em. Yeah, that was that was the young days. That yeah. was the greatest slogan ever. I want to know what happened in 2008 now. You know what? So, so I'm, I'm, What I'm, light did you see? No, so I'm a Christian, right? And okay. uh, and I had, I literally had a um, had a, uh, a chapel service you know, on Sunday before the game, and the guy said, if you were arrested for being a Christian, is there enough evidence to convict you? And I used to cuss like a sailor, right? Uh, yes. Right? And I was just like, you know what? No, and I go. There's one thing I could. There's, if there's one thing I could probably change, yeah, is 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 the my language. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm never gonna beat. You know, every, everybody you get your own faith, your own politics, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. But I said, you know what? 
you know, and then when you stop cussing, you know, you realize like I probably don't sound as intelligent right. dropping it, but I don't hold that against people. No offense. No, no, I get <laughs> it. No, Believe so then, I hear this. And then we, all used to, the time. we used to get fined for it in our in our meeting rooms. Okay. So it was like and next thing you know, I realized I'm like crap. In like 2008, being here, I had like a, literally, I think I had like almost like a five thousand dollar like fine bill wow. in my room for that'll cussing, make it change for cussing so bit. much. And I was like, put those two things together. Yeah, you know what? The, I think the reason they just became habit. You, so we have a thing on our podcast. We call them white boy supremes. Yeah, it's typically the Chris Hogan's, the Danny Amendola's, the Luke Keekleys, the guys that were like, listen, man, they go out there and they show out. Jared Allen Sims might be the leader in the clubhouse when you go from long snapper to all-time great pass rusher. <laughs> I you, you, you give hope to I'm everybody still, out there. I'm still one of the best long snappers in the league. You think day. you could go over this gap? Oh, and to me, the other side? Easily. Definitely. Shit, I but, might try. Yeah, we don't Easily. need to kill anybody here I today. I want to, though. Uh, the other that's thing only, is, that's too. Only like, that's only like 20 yards. The best Not part about that. talking uh, to somebody like you, too, because we joke on the podcast a lot how, you know, you were a freaky athlete, and you're a big guy, and you're long, and you had a good get-off, okay? Yeah. But it, I always laugh because I've told Lefko and the guys so many times, when you get a, like a scouting report. No, I'm a try-hard hustle guy. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be 100%, athletic. If you're white and you're good on a D-line, it's, it's like. try-hard hustle he, guy. He, try, uh, motor 110%. Guy never, guy never quits. I'm like, <gasps> I, I just systematically, technically beat that dude down. Right. Like, how is that not, you know? Yes, it is. It it's is a weird thing I was a in technician, and then I always tell people that whenever I always ask that question, what made you so good? And. I, you know, I say talent's all pretty much the same. Everybody's athletic, yeah. everybody's whatever. I was a technician, and I was just meaner. I was just willing to hurt you more yeah. than you were to hurt me to get the Man. job done. And you had a mullet. That yeah, mullet was mullet, sweet. You know what? I wish Did I could. Did you lose the mullet in 2008, too? No. Hell, all right, no, good. no, no. I, I cut it in 2010 because, you know, I'm the only brother in my with all of my brothers that actually had, like, a, a wedding, you know? Yes. So, you know, my mom was giving me pressure. My wife was like, you know, you should probably cut your hair for wedding photos. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. That's, that's like, it's not happening, it. right? Yeah. So I surprised her. We got to Chicago to get married. I surprised my wife and everybody by cutting my hair. I grew it back. The hardest part is, is like, I'm balding. And I'm tall, so you can't really see. I'm right. horrible to hair generate. Good, yeah, another yeah, good advantage okay. of being right? tall. Not yeah. that yes. balding. Are you kidding me? I no, mean, dude, it's no. getting thin, it's but you're okay. You're not that bad. So... Every time I try I to grow, you. every time I grew the mullet back out, you go through that awkward stage where the sides are way puffy yes. at the top, right. <laughs> and then you start looking like a border, borderline pedophile. You're like, oh, like I got two little girls, I can't really. You can't to- go to the mall. Like, total yeah, white yeah, trash. Yeah, like You're total, like, just yeah. in, which I'm tight with. Like it's right. cool. <laughs> it's part of my roots, but I'm like. Oh, uh, you know what? At some point, I still want my wife to find me attractive. Yeah, right. I want my kids not to be creeped out from right. me. Like, you know? oh, Dad, so, I don't want to hug you. So I've cut it, and now my hair falls out faster than it grows. But, yeah, that mullet was sick. It was sick. And you, you were know fluid. And, you know, it all started with a bet. We had a, I had a bet with my, my buddy, my financial guy. He had the sickest mullet. He played ball at ASU. He had the, I mean, the mullet was amazing. So I bet I was like, all right, by tax season, by April 15th, who could grow five grand, who could grow the best mullet, right? Nice. And, uh... So he, he, he tapped out. We had two other guys. They tapped out, and uh, I kept it going, and it just became this. It did. It became, it became a this thing. thing in Kansas you became City. a thing, the mullet. And, and it brought it back, and it was it was phenomenal. I was just like, man, I wish I, I was mean, like 1970s where you're just smoking cigarettes, sitting on your helmet, yeah. drawing plays in the dirt. Like, oh, my God. Just, Come on. Oh. And this is the one of the original, like, post-sack celebration guys right it's here. very true. And we're a very he big to, celebration He podcast. used to rope yeah. the cap on the ground. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that was amazing. What would you have done this year now that it's, like, totally legal? Anything Nothing, crazy? Because, no, you got to keep it the same. See, Calling I think, card. I think when people are going out, when you stage something and it looks too staged, right. it's like, okay, were you, re- you were working on that in practice. Right. Yeah, yeah. It has to be spontaneous. So all of yours were impromptu. Yeah. You know, so, for you. Like, Neil Smith is the one that he's like, 
Jay, he's like, you got to find something when I was in Kansas City. You know, he was hitting home runs, right? He's like, you got to find something that that's part of you. I grew yeah. up on a horse ranch, and, and I grew up roping with one of my dad's friends. So I did it, and, and obviously being in the Midwest, everybody loved it. It stuck. And then um, and then when the league got pissed that I was doing it, and I couldn't put my knee down anymore, it made me want to do it even more. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but now it's like some of it's too rehearsed. Like, I was a big fan of Chad Ochocinco and oh. T.O. because it was all impromptu. Right. I bring right. that year It was a big F you to everybody. It, it was, was awesome. It was the Sharpie, awesome. the putting, oh. the Hall of Fame jacket. That was a little bit prepared, but it was yeah, great. but still fun. I want to play some with you. We haven't actually done this yet today. Uh, we talked about White Boy Supremes. I'm going to show you a White Boy Supreme in the NFL, and I just want you to be able to guess his name. If you cheated, I'm going to be really oh, nice. Who is this? Damn, hold on, I gotta see. Oh, you know what? I'm so terrible. I don't even watch football anymore. This People is don't awesome. know who NFL players are, no. let alone the white guys. No. Um, Adam Thielen. You know what? That is Adam is. Thielen. It's yes. Adam okay, Thielen. yeah, there you go. He was a teammate of mine. I should know uh, this. Even, are you oh, fucking kidding I'm me, Jared Allen? This guy's bigger. I'm horrible. Oh, goodness. Uh, Isn't that. Uh, come on. Played on your old team. Plays on your old team now. Plays on my well, which old team? Well, the red like one, the red old team. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's the Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one more. I want to get. But this just goes to show that football players, raw face is always covered up. I know. This I only know one. you because you were re- you were wearing oh, was, red in '69. Who is oh, that? Do you actually? That's uh, I want to say Steve Neal, but it's not Chris Steve. Hogan. Chris Hogan. <laughs> I'm oh. telling you, if these dudes were walking There's in the Luke, ball. Luke Keekley, everybody knows Everybody Luke. knows Luke this. is like a dream boy. He's Captain America. Luke he came, Luke came in. He's and dreamy, I, that All guy. he needed was a shield and a goddamn suit, and he was feeling fresh. Oh, man. Luke. Luke is uh, Luke is awesome. All right, so Luke we I just tried to sell you. Now you're going to sell us. Okay. You have a sponsor here. Here's how Sims and Lefko does it. Yes. You are a performer. You have the pizzazz. I want you to do the sales pitch, and we are going to grade your sales pitch. Okay. So go ham right to the yep. camera. Tell the American people what they need to know. First of all, I think this foam finger says it all. You know, there's a book out there called Everybody Poops, right? Yes. So why do we all pretend like we don't? And so you think about it, you have a Super Bowl party, right? The bathroom blitz is founded on the basis that you have a Super Bowl party, you prepare your whole house. You prepare your kitchen, your living room, you got your drinks, you got your food. The one room that gets used more than any room is the bathroom. True. And as a good host, how many times have you been to someone's house and, the, and their, their bathroom is like right off the living room? Yeah, right. Yeah, I can smell everybody. I've been eating nacho me. chili cheese dip all day like I'm not going to take a dump, right? Yeah. So be a good host and provide some distractions, right? A, you should have a bathroom set further back. Definitely. But B, have some quality toilet paper so I'm not sitting there, you know, 100 wipes. One ply. Right, you know? So have some Charmin, which yeah. is good and soft. Have have a quality air freshener, like a Febreze. Please. So I can, you know, Please. spray yeah. that up. Have a loud fan, Ooh, right? Yeah, so and if things, and if things get things. really messy, right. have, that's why you got your Mr. Clean Magic erasers. You know what I, I mean? They work on so many different levels. So when P&G and Amazon came you know, and asked me to be a part of it, I was like, dude, this is actually awesome. Yeah. This actually is a genuine problem that nobody's addressing. Uh. And then the best part is you go to the, you go to the grocery store, you're loading up on, on your Super Bowl stuff. Do you really want to waste time with a, with a stack full of toilet paper, I paper don't. towels, for breezing your cart? No. Go online now. You can get this on Amazon.com if you deliver it right to your house. I like yeah. it because I probably would have held it in most of the time. You yeah, know most I mean? people aren't going to do right. it. Right? Sims, what are you giving? Oh well, I think like it was an awesome sales pitch. But for the sake of the pitch, I mean, I'm giving it a number two. <laughs> okay, I love it. Go number two. It's kind of like a ten, but it's a two. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Two. I'm Go giving it a nine. Two. I I want to say this, man. 
You got it. Uh, so, but I think you like it because you were number two. I was number two. Yeah. I know. So it just fits me. I mean, look, go number two. Go, Chris Sims. Yeah. Sims, why'd you wear number two? Because I was the shit. Jared Allen. Are you living in Minnesota still? No, no. Where I are just, you living? I just moved to Nashville. Damn. Yeah. Uh, oh, so what, you got the cowboy hat on. You got the boots down well, here. Well, I grew up on a ranch, so yeah, you know. What do we got? That's not ostrich, Gator. is it? No. Gator. 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 I just got a snakeskin Brian Dawkins jersey at the Nike store. A what? snake Dawkins, awesome dude. Holy shit, amazing! I know, By the way, speaking guy. of like the most inspirational, one of the most inspirational human beings. Really? You, you oh, experienced it? Oh gosh! He yes. plays in the locker room he, with him. Yeah. He prayed at the Pro Bowl, and it, it, it was going and going and going. And Brian gets going. It, it was. Can it you was, give yeah. me a he sample could, of what? No, he no, you can't because it just it was so heartfelt. And like it just came out, and you're like, that good? The guy. Yeah, oh, the veins man. start to pop yeah. out of his neck. Like, and, and, he gets but the, into the, it. the cool part is, this, is, is the passion comes through. Like when he speaks, he's a dominant force, anyway. Yeah. And then he got going. I was like, this is this is awesome, man. And like, I want to go to his church. And that's how I feel about you. Yeah. I wish oh. you could keep going, Jared Allen. We're gonna have you on again I if you're down. Absolutely, anytime. Awesome. Yeah, you well, got an open door. Well, we'll interview you. number two, Jared Allen. So Jared Allen, super personality guy, a lot of fun. Luke Keekley, not as much personality as Jared Allen, but I think one of the better linebackers that we've had in this league in a really long time. Definitely. S- smaller than I thought he was going to be. Right. Yeah, I mean, not everybody's as big. You know, the public is obsessed with the size of the package. I didn't mean the sexual end there. Yeah. But it's something that I've, you know, you and I have talked about is how people come up to me and go, oh, you're bigger than you, I thought you that were. That happens all the time. All the time. And it happens throughout. Or, or I have other guys that meet me, meet, meet me and go, oh, I met, you know, this DB yesterday. He's not that big. Great. He's so much faster than you. You have no idea. And his ability to apply force and speed and yes. power into the ground, its that's what makes these guys. The outside world is obsessed with size at times. I don't realize it until I go into public gyms, and then I go, damn, everybody here is just obsessed with the size of their pectorals yeah. and the size of their arms, and they can only squat 10 pounds. Of course. Uh, I know. It's just its unbelievable to me, and it just size doesn't mean that Keekly can pack a powerful punch. I think the cool thing with Keekly is we've done a lot of stories about advancement in helmets and yeah. trying to prevent concussions. And what we saw from him last season, not the one that just happened, was really, really scary. Mm-hmm. The crying and all that. And he developed, they, they had someone develop that technology, places pressure on the jugular vein, similar to that of a woodpecker. And I love that story when it came out. And we got a chance to ask him about it. Here is Luke Keekley talking about what it's like playing in the NFL, other great linebackers in the league, and the technology he uses to hopefully prevent concussions in the future. You know what's crazy? Uh, go ahead, put your line. We're going. We're already live. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just go. We got we got Luke Keekley. Luke, Luke, I am your father, Luke. He's here. Is here it go. everywhere you go, it's Luke? Well, when I first got to, to Charlotte, they, they did that and I didn't know what was going on and my grandma was there and they thought they were they thought they were she thought they were booing me, so she like asked my dad, Is everything okay? Why are they booing Luke? And then he kinda of went along with it for a little bit and then told him kind of what the deal was. So our fans are great and it's fun playing there. Oh man. Well, and so I told the last time I was in the Super Bowl, the only Super Bowl I've been to was the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. 
Sorry it didn't go great. It was such an incredible season. You guys on the defensive side played amazing. It was yeah. a great defensive Super you Bowl. You guys were the better team. I really do believe that. Does that, you know, did you feel like Sorry that? Sorry to start off that. It was one of those things where, you know, I, you, you think about the game, and I think the farther you get away from the game, the more you you appreciate the season and what we what we accomplish in going to the Super Bowl. And I think, you know, the first, like, year, the first – you know, a while afterwards, you're like, we lost the Super Bowl. Like, you know, nothing was good about that season. But the further you get away from it, I think the more you understand of, you know, you won 15 games in the regular season. You played two home games. And you went to the Super Bowl. You had an opportunity to win it. Um, so it was, it was a great experience. Obviously, we wish we would have went out there and played better. But uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, I, it was awesome. It and was. You're, you're a baller. You are a baller. I, I guess the one story that caught my attention, I had a conversation with Alex Smith. He's an investor on the board of these yeah. new helmets, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I know you're you you're about player safety as well. Mm-hmm. The Q collar. Yeah. I talked about this in the preseason. I know it's getting a little bit more pub. Woodpecker-esque technology, mm-hmm. a little pressure on the jugular vein. Yeah. What was that like to play with, man? Well, think, you're a human yeah. woodpecker. The woodpecker. The the first few times you wear it, it's it's kind of it, it, it's annoying. And, really? you know, I started wearing it in in training camp and. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd bring it out to practice, and I'd, I'd wear it, and then I'd take it off, and then I'd wear it, and then I'd take it off. What was then, annoying about it? It's just like... Like, do you feel pressure yeah, in your head from it? It's just or? like pressure in your head, and it's like, if, it'd be like if you were to wear a tie. Right, real tight out, tie. Yeah, like a, yeah. like a snug tie, and go out and play football, it's like just annoying. But yeah. the more you wear it, it's just like anything else, you kind of get used to it. Did, sure. did, did other guys on the team start to piggyback off it and wear it? Is um, there anybody else? Guys started asking about it, but it's kind of one of those things, you know, people... They're kind of like, uh, like, what is that? Yeah, like, right. what is that's that? weird. You try to explain it to them the are best you, you can. Are you the test subject? Like, are you the only guy rocking no, in the NFL? There was a few other guys yeah. in the league. I, I can't, can't remember Yeah, who. Kobe Fleener's got one. Right. Um, he's he's real, he's real, you know, progressive on that stuff. Sure. And I saw Vernon Davis had one on, so I haven't... You're right. I haven't Vernon talked Davis to did. him. He had, like a, he had a black one on. I saw that. Um, I don't know if anybody else has them, but hopefully what? it works. The, the, the research behind it makes a lot of sense do you wear the good helmet too like the new technology helmet that you right. and i have talked about yeah so uh, so alex um is with vices yes vices is like the new age helmet yeah. i wear a a rydell one it's called a rydell flex and it's a, a precision fit so what they do is they come in they scan your head um they build the inside padding like the foam portion of the helmet directly for your head and your measurements and everything and the foam that's in that helmet is 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 great you know i really like that helmet it's it's been good it's been good to me this past year and um i think helmet brands are, are really doing their best to try to go out there and get some new stuff done right uh i i always like to ask like some silly football questions yeah. like all right so it's third and two okay and the hole's open and you go oh gosh who's like the worst running back to see in football when he's coming downhill and you're like damn i gotta put my face into this guy right in the a gap right in the a gap is there a i mean i know they're all annoying i mean you've gotten beast mode <laughs> You know, I mean, is it the quick guys that scare you, or think, is it the like the? I think the, the quick, the quick guys, because with the power guy, you know what you're going to get, right? And and you're usually going to put a shoulder down, and and you're cool with that. But the quick guys, like they can do both. Like, all right, I'm going to play this guy for speed this time, right? right. So I'm going to be kind of a little lighter on my feet, and then, and he, then he dunks a shoulder <laughs> on you. You get smoked by like a 210 pound back, and you're like, Alvin Dang. Kamara standing over right. you. He's that dude. Is, right? That dude's legit. Yeah, that dude's legit. Yo, yeah, your whole division is legit right yeah. now. Well, they got him and Mark, and then Atlanta. Like, it seems like everywhere they got like those running back duos. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you better be you better be certain of who's in the game, especially you know you look at at New Orleans. They got you know Mark and Kamara, and then Atlanta. They got those guys too. So. 
How do you want us to remember this era of Keekly Thomas Davis? Because you two have been together yeah. now for a legitimate, like yeah. this has been an era of Carolina Panthers oh, football. Oh, Thomas Davis. How do you, oh yeah, that's he his, took his, his guy. He <laughs> took his spleen. Oh, you guys already I heard about this? it yesterday. Yeah. Man, but well, how do you guys want to be remembered? You two. Man, I just I, I just think, you know, you, you obviously want to be remembered for what you do on the field, but I think, you know what, I I think the biggest thing is a lot of guys play well on the field, but I think you, you want to be remembered as, as a good person, a good teammate, somebody that, that did a good job in the community. And Thomas, Holy Thomas has done that exceptionally well and I'm trying to follow in his footsteps so it's Thomas said it's going to be his last year it it kind of makes me sad because I think I owe a lot to him and and when I got in and I kind of I think I talked about it yesterday Thomas we had we had three linebackers Thomas James Anderson and and John Beeson and those those dudes were together for a long time they played great and then they draft me and it's like well who's going to be the odd guy out and all three of those guys were great Beast, James and Thomas and Thomas like whatever you need give me a call if you uh, you're you're you know this is something first of all uh, you guys are kind of trendsetters I mean really you and Thomas Davis mm-hmm. the 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 duo at linebacker I feel yeah. like a lot of teams have tried to copy that uh, who's the other one you look at and go if you didn't have to pick yourselves as the best duo yeah like you know there's the duo of course uh, in Minnesota mm-hmm. the guys are, the guys there's down, a lot of them I the mean, guys down in Jacksonville are pretty legit yeah. too Talvin Smith Miles yeah Jack. I mean who's, well, I think I think that. That Bobby and KJ out in mm, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Bobby gets enough credit. Right. Um, I think he's. I think those guys are really good. I think. I think our division's got good ones. You yeah. Know, you look at. You look uh, at Atlanta uh, with Deion Jones and Devondre Campbell. Crap. Deion Jones is a stud. He Tampa is a Bay. Stud. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Quan and, and Levante. Right. I, you know, I came out with Levante. Obviously, the guys up in Minnesota. Right. I'm probably going to be. I'm probably missing guys, but you know, those those guys all play really well. You know that. They're all. They're all. You look at their defenses. They're all really good, and um, you know we just try to. It's fun to compete with those two groups of guys. I got one more quick one. And I got one yeah. more after you. Okay, so make I it got quick. it. It would be quick. I, what's the? Did people always go to you? You're not as. Did they ever say you're not as big as we'd expect? Yeah, somebody. I, I get it all the time. I'm huh? sure. I mean, I'm it's honestly not, do. Yeah, I mean, it's not the size of the the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Right. People say you're taller than they think. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it, for some reason, everybody has like this, oh, if you're a middle linebacker, you're supposed to be 260 pounds and 6'5", yeah. and they just don't realize there's different ways to be successful. I just awesome. look like an average Joe. So. No, you don't that. Sorry, Slugger. <laughs> you look like Dave Finocchio. There we go. Founder, I'm with, telling you. With a lot more muscle. Yes. Yeah. All right, so you are here, Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Here's how this works. You're going to give us your pitch. Yeah. We are going to grade you one from 10, not on Gatorade. Gatorade's amazing. Put it in your body. Our thing, though, is you as a pitchman. We're not going to help you. You as a pitchman. You're just going to okay. take it. Yeah. And we want to see well, your now style. It's, now it's now you've, you put me in a situation where it can't come out naturally. No, well, no, no. It's all no, about it, Well, So what I'm going to say is you kind of asked me about Gatorade, and I'm going to talk about, you know, when we got the training camp this year, the new thing that was in the refrigerators was was a Gatorade organic. Ooh. And it came out two years ago. We just got in our locker room this past year. Um, limited ingredients, same thing it does, just like all the other Gatorades. And, and what everyone thinks about Gatorade is, the normal Gatorade, you know, fruit punch, lemon lime, all that stuff. They got a lot more going on, and the one I'm talking about today is Gatorade organic. Gatorade, I love the way he came in like that. What are you going? I'm going with a niner. Okay, I'll take it. It could have been a little bit more pizzazz. That's the only reason to get the ten. But you know, I love organic. <laughs> I think that you shocked Sims. I'm going eight. 
I think I'll that, take that. It's I think above that average. You, oh, you're doing great. Yes, you're you right. came in. You punched me in the face right from the beginning. <laughs> there was a little pause, but I do. I did not know that Gatorade was doing I'm, organic. I'm, I'm going to jump on there. I'm happy because uh, that was one of the things that the water, me organic sometimes. cane sugar, citric acid, organic natural flavor, sea salt. Sea salt is good. Wow, yeah, great. Sodium citrate, potassium chloride. Awesome. How about that? I'm in. I'm Luke Keekley, White Boy Supreme. White Boy Supreme, Boy, and Supreme. maybe more. And yeah. the supremest of the white boys. We gotta let him go. Luke <laughs> Keekley, Luke. Luke. Appreciate you, bro. guy that we got a chance to interview for this one is tj watt brother of jj watt tj was bigger than i expected tj had some real big size to him he's natural big too yes like a big neck yes protein shake for sure what's that you said protein shake when you think about him as a first round pick did he live up to that this year, do you do you see the potential of being a first round pick I, rush end? I did, and I'll say I, I I was on the fence about him being a first round pick. I think I thought he I was really like an early second round pick. I mm-hmm. think that was my final evaluation. I think the one time the one thing you can't put value on at times, and it's hard as an evaluator, is this guy the what you can expect consistently oh, good yeah. out of him, and I think that's what really his value is going to lie is the fact that he is going to be a guy that, yeah, his game is not necessarily predicated on speed and explosion off the edge. So that's also a good thing because when it's year 9 and 10 right. and that goes away, it's not going to really matter. It's not going to affect his game. He hasn't been winning that way. He wins with you know moves, thinking, pure power, setting up guys that way, and he's going to have an extremely long career because of it. It's a family. We talked about J.J. We talked about you know did the Steelers hype up the Jaguars too much before that game and then right. what tackles he faced that were really, really special, who he wants to steal moves from. It's a young up-and-coming star in the NFL. Here is TJ Watt. We are here with a guy that came into Pittsburgh and really showed out in his first year, TJ Watt, and he brought protein powder because, of course, he he plays football. He's going (laughs) to put muscles on. Me and and JJ going to work out. I'm excited for you because you've... Really? There's protein in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told him he was bigger than I thought he was going to be. You didn't think he was going to be that well, big? I, like when Luke Keekley was here, yeah, I was cool. like, okay, Luke, you're a little bit smaller than I thought. Right. You fill it out, dude. What are your measurables well, officially? I appreciate that. I am uh, <laughs> six foot five, 250 pounds. Damn. Um, but I always get the, man, you're small. I'm like, Re- from who? Jade is 300 pounds. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not 300 yeah. pounds, but um, I, I try to do what I can. I. I Eat as much whey protein as I possibly can. From I'm Gatorade. a firm believer that JJ looks big because he puts the sections on his arm. Yeah, well, it's cheap. No one knows what size shirt he's wearing these days, so um, that, that might play a role into it. But uh, I don't know if it makes him look bigger. I might have to get on that train. Well, either way, I mean, it, I, I I know I've seen people say that to like linebacker. I thought you'd be bigger. Like you should just be like, hey, fuck you. You want to arm wrestle? You want to see what you want to go? <laughs> exactly. to? You want to wrestle right now? You want to run a race? Because <laughs> that's basically what football is nowadays. Anyway, you're right. You're right. Man, uh, so the th- reason I'm excited for you is people forget with rookies, your college season ends, then you start preparing for the draft, then there's the combine, then you're in that rookie mini camp, then you get like a week, and then you're in it, and this is your first time 
of a little bit of freedom. Yeah. Does it feel like the like you're like okay, I'm processing this and now I can kind of figure out what to do? Exactly. I think last year this time I was training, I was very stressed out because you have no idea where you're going to be living for the next right um, for your next career. And I and think, it's not um, your choice. Exactly, it's not your choice at all. And um, I'm just glad I ended up in Pittsburgh where I love. But um, right these last two weeks up until. This last week, I was just sitting on the couch every day, uh, eating whatever the heck I wanted Good to. Good for you. Just laying down. Uh, not normal for me, but yeah. you have to do it after a long season, like you said, of training and everything yeah, before the season. I'm sure your body said, dude, calm the fuck down for yeah. like a week. When, exactly. when will you start to go? Have you seen the weight room? Yeah, when I'm will not, you start to go back into it and start to go, okay, I'm going to start training again? Do you know what movie reference that was? No clue. I know. You know, that's what's, I'm fucking old, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'm young. You've so. seen Tommy Boy, though, right? i see Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. remember when, he, when they're at the hotel? That guy in the hotel? Yes, exactly right. And he's go, he sees the girl at the pool, and he goes, you know where the weight room is? Beat it, Tommy. Don't give her the weight room spiel. i go watch that one. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. No, but you'll start to train here soon again? I started training again a little bit this last week, but it's right now it's just getting everything ready to start training yeah. and you can't just go in the weight room and start squatting and bench pressing and right you have to put everything back together yes. per se and i think probably in a few weeks is when i'll probably start to get after move it and weight again start to move weight and let the weight protein kind of pack on and yeah. gain a few more pounds maybe do you work out with jj in the off season do you guys like i don't you know where are you, where do you live in the off season i mean i know you'll be in pittsburgh for most of it but yeah i, I uh i'll split time living in the cabin in the woods in wisconsin right uh, where, where jj lives <laughs> yeah um, the that was a whole thing, man. <laughs> I'm that blew up way bigger than it had to be. Because I feel like, did he make a comment where he was like, there's not going to be any TVs or anything like that? Or he said it's going to be... I will give him this. There is only three TVs in the whole house. There's no TVs yeah. in the living room or in the bedroom. Yeah, wow. it, it seemed game. like he was in like the wild frontier. Like it was that rocky <laughs> montage of like picking up boulders and shit like that. But but yeah, I'll, I'll be uh, splitting time from there and living at home and... Um, and then I'll be splitting time with Pittsburgh as well. But J.J., obviously, is going through rehab, so he's going to be right. down in Texas for a good majority of the time. Yeah. Um, but when he is back in Wisconsin, he's allowed to um, clear protocol to do all the lifting. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be lifting together. Um, anytime you can take notes from one of the greatest to ever do it, I'm always going to do yeah, it. I mean, yes, yeah, so your, your brother's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, really. He is one of the greatest D-linemen in the history of the sport already. I was just going to say, oh, I think okay. it's funny that you ask about weight, and I want to know what food he ate in the two weeks where he's like, I could eat whatever I want. That's sort of our dynamic. It got this bad. You know you know Topper's Pizza? No. You know Topper's Pizza? They have a loaded Tatsa pizza, and it has... Um, like tater tots on it? It's got tater tots on it. It's got nacho cheese on it. That sounds disgusting. Terrible, but... I mean, it's... It was how, great. So how what many are you, ta- you taking down a whole bread? pie? I'm taking down a whole pie. A whole fucking pie whole of whole tots pie. and cheese and meat and... No regret at all. He's either. 260, so he can just <laughs> feed the beast. And he I, goes, all right, it's done. <laughs> I, I, I want to know, like, uh, I, I'm always interested. I mean, of course, you've been around your brother, so you, you know freaky athletes. But, you know, you're the big bad Steelers. Who was the guy you faced this year at offensive tackle or tight end, whoever it might have been, that you were just like, man, who who is this fucking freaking nature blocking me? Who, who gave you the yeah, toughest time? Your, oh, shit. Well, Joe Thomas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe Thomas is obviously going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, too. He right. was probably the guy where I was most nervous for. Week one. Yeah, that's the guy who I grew up watching. And Two sacks. Obviously from Wisconsin and um, being able to watch him grow, grow up and into the great player that he is. That was a really holy cow moment for me. Right. Um, I Taylor Lewan, uh, he's a really, really Doesn't great Doesn't get enough player. respect, I don't think. Yeah, no, he does not. He, he plays the game really hard, and I respect I respect guys who really play tough every snap. It's, yeah. not, it's not sometimes he's, he gives you the, the full game. Yeah, right. I respect that. I got a few. 
Uh, ben Roethlisberger's had an amazing career. Another first ballot Hall of Famer. I think that that game against the Jags might have been one of his best games of all time. When you think about the throws that were happening, mm-hmm. the bombs, the fourth down running up on the run, the, the he doesn't get credit for a touchdown pass, but the lateral back to Le'Veon, yep. he... We joke that he does, he wears his backwards hat in training camp, and it's sort of his team. He does whatever the fuck he wants. Did you see him take it to that next level? Like, what was that like for you on the sideline? You know, as a defense, we we wanted to do a lot more of that game, obviously, to right. help stop the bleeding. And when you're sitting there on the sideline, you're down whatever it was, 14, 21 points at one point, and all of a sudden it seemed like every time we were just about to be out of the game, he was bringing us right it back was unreal. in. unreal. Right. And A.B. and Le'Veon and our whole team. And Martavis, yeah. That that whole offense is just so dynamic and so explosive that there could be two minutes left on the clock with we're down 14 points, but we have a realistic shot, whether yeah. it's fourth down or whatever it is, and they kept us in that game, and it, it was impressive to watch. He played so well that he got down the game and said, oh, no, no, no. Stop the retirement talk. Like, oh. even he, I think, was like, holy shit, Damn, did you I see still that got it. I, I thought that was easy. Yeah, man. Uh, um... I, that game too. I mean, the comments made beforehand, Le'Veon. I mean, did you feel Le'Veon, uh, Mike Mitchell? Did you oh, fe- about the Patriots? Did you feel like on the field, Jacksonville that day was taking that personal? I think they definitely took some account of that and took it personal, just because um, we played them both times around. I think they definitely, you could tell, they had a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And I, why not? I, I would too. Yeah, right. I think um, at at this level, you can't. It's so many guys are so competitive and these guys are the best at what they do in the world at mm. football and it's so important to respect each and every opponent because you never know what can happen yeah. on, on each play on each game on each season whatever so I think that's why I, I feel like it's it's my duty to keep all my thoughts to myself and, and just go out there and play as hard as I can right if you could steal a move from anyone in the NFL pass rush move whose move would you take uh, that Yannick from uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars has a great skip step to a to a swipe, whatever you, he calls. I want to know what he calls it. So but it's, Von, oh, Mil- Von, Von Miller said was something here, about it yesterday, and I think he called it like a, a slip slap or a yeah, it's, it's a it's a skip to like it's it's impressive. It's and a, what is so impressive it. about it? Just because it happens so fast, I haven't obviously break down film on him, right. but I do watch occasional film and and even watching games, it's. It just—it's one of those moves that even the offensive tackle knows it's coming, but they can't stop it. Right. And Von said the Von same thing. Shit. Yeah. And Vaughn was like, "If we give him Khalil Mack's strong arm and my spin move, Yannick Ngakwe can take over the world." Exactly. Right? Damn. And that's yeah. We mean, gotta get you to the Von Miller pass rush summit <laughs> and just steal moves from people. As soon as you find out that one move that works, you just get that one counter off it or yeah. that, that those two counters off Do it. Do you have an inkling of what you want your move to be? Oh uh, yeah, you'll have to watch and see this upcoming He's year. He's got the Watt I'm, I'm polishing it off it. this year, and I think uh, I'll come into this next year with with definitely a more um, a more polished plan on what I want to do. That's awesome. So here's how this works. You've already dropped a few mentions of Gatorade Whey Protein. We are going to let you do the pitch. We want you to be bigger than JJ Watt, and you get that by making brands love you. We are going to grade you one through <laughs> ten, one through ten on your performance as a salesman. So give us the lowdown on this, and we are going to grade you. Here we go, guys. We got uh, Gatorade Whey Protein. Uh, For the past 50 years, Gatorade has been primarily known for their their thirst-quenching liquids. Uh, You just think of Gatorade, you think of all the commercials of of Kobe Bryant and all those big-name guys drinking drinking, uh, Gatorade. Gatorade. When you think about Gatorade now, uh, you should also implement Whey Protein because this is in all the locker rooms across the NFL. This is in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. This is actually what I use. Chocolate's my favorite flavor that I use after I'm done working out. 
and uh, it's got 20 grams of protein in each scoop. And uh, within 30 minutes of working out, you should uh, have at least one scoop mixed with milk or water, your preference. You can add berries, you can add whatever you want. And then uh, make sure to get a meal after that because um, this will be a good start for you, but get a meal right after. Listen to what you said. Uh, I'm giving him an eight. <laughs> Very professional. Uh, really liked it. He didn't smile the whole time, so I docked him a point for okay. that. There was no it's smile. It's a very serious topic. You know, <laughs> these don't come from smiling. They, they don't. They, so. <laughs> the gun show. Because of that, I'm going nine. Right. What I loved is the phrase thirst quenching liquid. I was like, man, that was well done. <laughs> I also like that you said, this is what we use in locker rooms across the NFL. Yeah. This is what I use. Chocolate's my favorite flavor. And I was like, oh, I feel like I know something about TJ Watt now. Uh, you got your whole family is good at this. It's pretty good. I think that's one of the things. I didn't like this stuff at all. Like, you go back to YouTube and you look up some of the high school interviews like about JJ. They were terrible. But yeah. I feel like as I watch and learn from other guys, yes. I'm getting better at it. So it's, well, it's realize fun. this. This is my. I'll give you my life lesson. If you know who you are, this shit is easy. Mm-hmm. And that shit right there is a box with a circle on it. Exactly. You control it. Who the fuck cares who's on the other side of it? That's why I can look at this and talk because the bullshit rolls out of my mouth because I am good. You're good. Yeah. You're doing the hard part. People can't be 6'5", 250 with muscles like that to rush the passer. This is the easy shit. Gotcha. With that money. Appreciate Damn, that was that. inspirational. Gosh, me. It, it really wasn't that inspirational. <laughs> I, I, cho- I tuned out like oh, the second I wish, word. I wish I could say I got the chills, but I did. Yeah, so. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Watt, I'd say it's an honor to meet you, but I'd say it was probably an honor to meet us. Thanks for coming, Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. All right, that is it. Three defensive white boy Supremes. As always, hit us up on social at Sims and Lufko. We're going to have a brand new episode on Monday. We're going to be in here breaking down whatever happens over the weekend. Do you have any big weekend plans? What is the weekend? I don't even know what the hell I got going. I got not a lot. I don't got a lot of work, which means Sims I got a lot so of much free, free time. time. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, God. That's when I get random texts that were like, hey, I need to talk about this. And I'm like, I don't know what he's doing right now, but it's good. <laughs> Four Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick would have said good evening, and the L-E-F-K-O-E Man. says good night. Guys, have an awesome weekend. We appreciate you. At Sims and Lefko, hit us up. Talk to you soon.